Welcome to another episode of the Hoop Talk Podcast by fans for fans. I'm Ryan. There's my guy, Jalen. What's up, everybody? This podcast is where we discuss all things basketball, so expect a lot of hot takes, debates, and a true display of basketball knowledge. Let's get right into it. Our topic today is our top five NBA jersey wish list. Now, these are jerseys that we wish that we had, but we actually don't have them right now, but we will eventually get them. <laughs> but I have to start. Before I hand it to Jalen, I have a long mm. list of honorable mentions because I have <laughs> I don't have a NBA I don't own any NBA jerseys, so I have a long wish list or I have a long honorable mentions list that I wanted to throw in my top five, but I just decided not to. So here we go: honorable mentions: uh, Grant Hill, the Pistons jersey from 1998, uh, the Miami Heat vintage red Alonzo Mourning jersey from 1998. Sonics late 90s jersey, Gary Payton, Miami Vice, Dwayne Wade jersey, late 90s, Phoenix Suns, either Charles Barkley or Jason Kidd, early 90s, the pinstripe uh, Hornets with Larry Johnson, T-Max Orlando jersey, Dikembe Mutombo's 1997 Hawks jersey, and Ray Allen's jersey with the Bucks. So that's a long list of honorable mentions. But So, okay, wait, 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 wait. Is your Ray Allen jersey the 1996-97 one that has the, the buck on the front is purple and green? Yes. Okay, so that was literally my number five. I have it pulled up because literally I felt like the colorway – I mean, first of all, I mean, there's not a lot of teams out there that, like, have the green as it is. Besides when they're trying to do the Christmas colorways, and most of the times those are terrible. Uh, I think the Bulls need to burn every version of the Christmas colorway that they had that was green and red. They need to just scrap that entire thing. I felt like the Bucks' original purple and green jersey, I thought it was also super clean. They have like a gold embroidered version of like the NBA signia, uh, insignia in the top corner of the jersey. I just thought that whole thing was super dope. So I'm glad that that made at least your honorable mentions because honestly, that was, like I said, that was my number five. So... Obviously, I have a long list of honorable mentions, but I want to get right into number five. And this is kind of a jersey that I think, I don't know if the Timberwolves have this jersey anymore. It is the Purple Rain jersey, their tribute to Prince and uh, Jimmy Butler. I thought the style of it was really cool when I first looked into it. That's a jersey that they should definitely bring back. I think, you know, especially with the tribute to Prince, who is a great artist, I think that the the team really made up for it with a really, really cool jersey. It's like purple, but it's like a it's purple, like the lettering is purple and like the background of the jersey's like a grayish. But honestly, I like the style of the jersey. And Jimmy Butler was there for a short time, so why not get a jersey for that is a Jimmy Butler? So let's throw it to your number four. Who is number four? So my number four, dude. It's a current player, but the style is old. So I would like a Donovan Mitchell jersey, but with the throwback jazz, um, the throwback purple and uh, icy blue jazz jersey that has the mountaintop on the front. I actually, I'm not going to lie. I actually like the, um, the lettering that was on the front of the jersey more than I actually like the mountain design that was on there. I think like the icy color between the purple and the blue was the part that probably made it look the cleanest to me. Donovan Mitchell is like an up-and-coming guard right now. Um, some would say that he was either 
top two or top three coming out of his class that year, um, looking back at it. So I genuinely feel like as a rising player, I kind of want to get on this bandwagon now before he gets too far along. And I just feel like, you know, the newer Utah Jazz jerseys that have like the the green and the yellow and stuff, like it's cool, I guess. But like I, I can't get down with it. Like when I think about the Jazz, I think about the throwback purple and um the purple and like the icy blue. Like it just looks too sleek. So like I said, I, I think that would probably be my number four. That's actually in my list, but it's not number oh, four. That is actually okay, not, okay, okay. not number four. Which one though. is it? I don't want to spoil for you. Yeah, I'll, oh, okay, I'll, okay. I'll, let, I'll let it wait. Uh, number <laughs> number four. Number four is the original Vancouver Grizzlies jersey, but Mike Bibby. We oh, we're on the same page. Today. I gotta, I gotta be honest though. Like I was thinking about Sharif Abdurrahim, considering he kind of put that city on the map. But Mike Bibby, though, I think what what he later turned out to be a great balance guard for the Kings. I think he's definitely. Definitely one of the great players. Also, the overall design. I mean, it kind of makes you miss basketball on Vancouver, even though the team itself wasn't great. <laughs> Those jerseys were just so nice. They were so clean. Yeah, I saw somebody around doing up, the most. I saw somebody uh, wearing a Bibby jersey, and it looked like the exact replica of like what he wore in Vancouver. Definitely my number four. Who is your uh, number three? Um, so I have to hop on your Timberwolves take, but I, I got I got a different flow, man. Honestly, that um the old school Timberwolves joint that was black and dark blue, but I gotta get the Kevin Garnett version. It's the only person respectable. It's the only person respectable. hundred um, percent agree. Kevin Love was solid, but in terms of in terms of the Timberwolves and a jersey I would want extremely badly, it would have to be the Kevin Garnett jersey. And I feel like the main thing is I've always been intrigued with their design as it is, you know, the the blue, black, and gray wolf on the front and, like, as big of a face as you can see on the front of, the, of their jersey. And, you know, of course, the name of the team over the top. I just feel like, you know, Kevin Garnett is such a solid big man and such a great, you know, overall player through, um, throughout, you know, the NBA's entirety of his history and everything. And um, there's just no super dope jerseys from the Celtics to me, like all of them either look the same or they like snuck like a gold pinstripe in there or something like to make it kind of vintage. Like the Celtics don't do a lot of like fancy stuff besides maybe changing like the, the font of the lettering on the Jersey or something. So it was like, for me, I'm like, dude, if I get a Kevin Garnett Jersey, it's gotta be something dope. So I'm like, we got to take it back to old school and get the, the Timberwolves Jersey. Cause I mean, you know, he was a beast there too. So I mean, what are we even talking about? I talked on the last episode how great of a high school player that Kevin Garnett was, and then how his play translated to the NBA. I thought that jersey was actually really clean. I mean, it definitely remind me of like the old school Timberwolves with him and Stephon Marbury and Wally Zerbiak and. Troy Hudson, the guys from the uh, 2004, names. 2004, the 2004 Western Conference Finals team. That definitely yes. was kind of a, a reminder of that great time in Minnesota basketball. My number three is the original uh, Toronto Raptors jersey from, I think it was. Who's 19, the player, though? Vince Carter. Ooh. Uh, I was thinking, I'm not going to okay. lie, was thinking about getting uh, Damon Stoudemire. But uh, Damon Stoudemire, okay, okay. Tracy McGrady. But um, 
I think McGrady was there. I think he was there for the new jersey, the one that was like just the uh, purple on the front, black on the back. And then um, I think Damon Stoudemire was there for the original. I was thinking about him or Damon Stoudemire, but then I remember my take on how Vince Carter was basically the face of uh, Toronto basketball. Not only that, but when you get the feeling of seeing that uh, original Toronto Raptors jersey, it's it's a major throwback. And I'm so happy that the Toronto Raptors brought that back last season when they won the championship. So I hope they keep that jersey. Oh, man. That's, that's a hard jersey right there, bro. I mean, in general, the concept of it is probably the better one. It's probably one of their best overall. I think a lot of people have not been – at least I'm going to say me personally – have not been a huge fan of the whole, like, claw on the basketball thing that they've been kind of rolling with the last couple of years. I like things better when they – I mean, even when Chris Bosh was there and they had, like, the all-red jersey that had the dinosaur on there, that was even kind of clean too. So, I mean, I like the red that they've kind of stuck with, but I feel like they toned down their uh, their design team or something. Like, they told them to, like, calm the design down or something because, like, this whole claw thing is cool, but, I mean, come on, man. Throw the Raptor on the jersey. Throw the Raptor on the jersey. Like you said, I'm glad they brought that back because that, that thing is solid, crazy solid. I think, like, one of the other things that I kind of realized was, like, the more we're talking about these jerseys, the more of, like, a major late 90s throwback I'm getting. Like, oh, all these thanks. jerseys. Like, I remember when, um, like, with the Bucks jersey that you were talking about, Ja Rule was, on, was doing his halftime concert. That just immediately gave me, like, a throwback. And then, like, the Grizzlies jerseys, like, Memphis have those now. And then, of course, the Raptors jerseys. Toronto occasionally has them going. This was a time to be alive. Um, right. Who is your number two? Oh, man. Okay, so on this one, I got to switch the flow a little bit. I've been naming people who are, like, well-known, crazy known in terms of, like, who I would want the jersey of, but been trying to, like, list a lot of throwback designs. With this one, I don't know. I mean, if you, if you know basketball, you know, this, you, you know this guy for sure. But if you don't, I'm going to put you on to him right now. I need – the Atlanta Hawks ISO Joe Johnson jersey with the Red Hawk on the front that was black and red. So quick story real, real fast. In terms, of that, in terms of that jersey design, um, this actually did not make my top five at first. But the other day I was going through my stuff. I'm originally born, um, born in Georgia, raised there for at least five years before we end up moving um, to Baltimore. So I respect and pay homage to my teams, the Braves, Atlanta Hawks. In terms of other sports, I'm not too hip to them or whatever, but those are the two main ones in terms of understanding them. Also the Falcons a little bit. I've kind of renounced them since the Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, but we're not – different podcast, different podcast. But um, essentially I found this old duffel bag that my dad gave me a long time ago when I used to play AAU basketball. And I remember that it was the duffel bag that I had – when we moved, um, that actually my parents used to help move my stuff when I was younger. And it had the Atlanta Hawks hawk on the front of it, red and black with the letters in red, black, and it had a little tints of yellow in it. And I was like, dude, that jersey was 
fire. So I got to looking back a little bit, and I actually remembered that the team that we had discussed as being that that underrated 60-win team for Atlanta, probably what, about a little less than a half a decade ago, I think that was a 2015 roster, 2014-2015 roster, they had those jerseys a lot of that season. And ISO Joe, if you don't know who ISO Joe is, go check the TPT out right now. They're, I know they're not in the championship. Uh, shout out to the uh, shout out to the the cancer, I believe it Over, was. Overseas elite. Over well, no, overseas elite uh, was the team that lost. Oh, so, um, sideline cancer won. Yeah, sideline cancer is the team that advanced to the uh, TPT championship. So shout out to them. They had to take out overseas uh, overseas elite, which Joe Johnson was actually on that team. Diamond Stone, but big facts. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you haven't checked him out, check him out. He was a bucket on the Brooklyn Nets. He was a bucket on Atlanta. He low-key was a bucket when he was playing in the TBT. He's a bucket. I mean, what what, what else can I say? I saw Joe, uh, Joe was a bucket, and that jersey from my home state, I mean, the combo is too icy. It goes crazy. And I think an ISO Joe version of that would just be completely insane. Like I said, repping my city for one, but – an underrated player who, like, literally is the definition of a bucket. What better are you going to do than that? That was the Matumbo jersey I was talking about. Oh, yeah, honorable yes, mentions. Oh, man. Yes, sir. I'm glad you mentioned that jersey. But I have to go to a jersey at number two that you've already mentioned, actually, in your list at number four. It's the Donovan Mitchell uh, Utah Jazz jersey with the mountains. Definitely gives me a throwback to the Utah Jazz of the late 90s and early 2000s with John Stockton, Carl Malone. I think just remembering like how great those teams were and how they came up short against the Jordan Bulls, but also that alternative jersey that the Jazz have, uh, I think they debuted it last year. It's the one, it's the orange one. It's basically like an orange version of the Blue Mountains jersey. I was going to consider that, but I don't know. The Blue Mountains jersey just definitely was a throwback for me, and that's definitely a very, very nice jersey that you've touched on beforehand. So I got to ask, who's your number one? Okay, man. Honestly, with this one, it's simple, but if you don't have it in your collection, I feel like you're lacking, so I got to get on the wave. The throwback 76ers Allen Iverson jersey, that he had that had the big 76ers across the top and just the AI number in general on there with the with the Iverson on the back. It has to be the black version because they have the alternate uh, for home that was the uh, the white. The black version, I think it brings out a lot of like the it's still white lettering, but it has like red, like red edges and different things like that in terms of the lining that like really brings all the stuff out for it. AI, I didn't say it in my top five favorite players of all time list because he's probably not top five, but he's definitely somewhere ten, top 10. AI is a player who changed the culture of the NBA. He brought kind of like a like a hood swag to the NBA without having to be like a gangster with it, which was so cool. Um, I feel like everybody started wearing corn rolls and stuff like that in the league because AI was doing it and just didn't care uh, who – who said anything about it? AI is the definition of a trailblazer to me. Um, and I feel like he's one of those guys that can never be forgotten. Um, he's one of the greatest small guards to ever play the game. And that jersey is one of the hardest, hardest variants I've ever seen. 
And I remember sometimes picking the 76ers, even in current NBA uh, 2K games, picking the 76ers literally just to be to wear the jersey. Um, if it wasn't Allen Iverson, I would definitely get like an Andre Iguodala version or um, my favorite underrated player of all time, low key, being a Drew Holiday version. Either one of those three would definitely be solid. But I mean, that that alternate variant, one of the cleanest in the game, one of the cleanest in the game for sure. It's a great jersey, but when I picked that jersey for 2K, it got smoked by the Warriors. So uh, <laughs> Bad memories, I apologize. Bad memories, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking if you were going to say the purple one for when Andre Iguodala wore in the uh, 2006 dunk contest. That's not a bad one either, though. Uh, that's that's actually, I was either. thinking you were going to say that one, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad you picked the 76ers jersey. That, that one, even though I was smoked in 2K with that jersey, um, <laughs> I was uh, – that's a very, very nice jersey. Definitely on, should be on top of your wish list. Jalen, I know that we've talked about what my favorite jersey is, and maybe you, you have an idea of this. It's got to be the 1999-2000 Rockets jersey with the spaceship on the front. Ooh, and, this has been mentioned off camera many times. And I think the player I may have to go with is Steve Francis, a Maryland guy. Wow, excellent. Well, honestly, honestly, either I would take him or Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, of course, of course. Hakeem Olajuwon, I'm going to start with Hakeem Olajuwon first. Definitely impact to the city, uh, Dirk Nowitzki level impact to the city of Houston. Definitely with the two championships that he's won. Almost got another one with Charles Barkley and Sky Pippen. I got to talk about these jerseys. In the 2000 dunk contest is when I first fell in love with the jersey because this was the year after that, after Toronto basically ditched their uh, original dinosaur jersey. And then I saw Steve Francis in the 2000 dunk contest, a Maryland guy, first of all. We've talked about him in the DMV episode, but wow, when I saw that jersey, it's just a like a major like throwback because I remember Yao Ming actually wearing that jersey and I think like his first season in the NBA in 2002. But wow, it was just when when I see that jersey, it's definitely like a throwback to when Houston was not so good. But at the same time, it's just like you kind of want to see them bring that jersey back, especially if you see a guy like James Harden wearing that jersey. Like For people, sure. people will definitely want to buy it. I think. You know, even with Hakeem Olajuwon in his late st- in the late stages of his career in Houston, Steve Francis in his start in Houston, Yao Ming in his start in Houston, this is a jersey that I think kind of defines the '90s era. I mean, I we think a lot of the, I think a lot of the jerseys define the '90s era, but this is the one where I really wish they brought it back. No, for sure, and I think um, similar to the Raptors, who you alluded to, I feel like they def- the Houston is definitely like diluted their like creativity in terms of their jerseys which is really weird because you got a guy like James Harden and a guy like Russell Westbrook on the squad now like from a style standpoint I feel like they would totally flex those and really enjoy flexing those jerseys um the spaceship one is excellent I think the one that you were I think you were alluding to that was talking about um Scottie Pippen and Charles Barkley's version was the actual rocket ship that was flying across there, um, the, the front of the jersey. I think that one was fire as well. I think you can't really go wrong either way with a throwback Rockets jersey because the throwback, throwback versions of them are jerseys that really gave you some kind of insight into, like, the Rockets, like, what the Rockets were. 
Um, I feel like nowadays the Rockets is literally nothing but a name. Uh, the jerseys typically kind of show that off too, um, where it kind of is just Houston or it is just the Rockets or, you know, something like that. I think those jerseys kind of gave some flavor to their team. And I feel like it would bring it back, like you said, with guys with like Harden, uh, Russ, players like that um, would really – I guess kind of revitalize the franchise a little bit. Um, it's weird to think that jerseys could have that kind of influence, but there is a look good, play good type of impact that certain teams, like certain players and certain teams have. And I definitely think that those jerseys coming back would like be pretty solid, pretty solid for sure. The other reason why I like the jerseys is actually like a weird reason. Um, if you remember the Houston Comets, it's all. It's another one where you gotta tag a real basketball fan if you know the Houston Comets. All <laughs> right, but I was about to say, whoa, that's a real so, bully. So the Houston Comets, the Houston Comets were pretty much the top WNBA team for like the first four years of the league's existence. Cynthia Cooper, solid WNBA star. That's what kind of reminded me of the spaceship jersey too, because of how dominant the Houston Comets were when they were in Houston. Unfortunately, they're no longer in Houston, but that just definitely – that was another reason why I just really like the jersey overall. Just major throwback to when Houston had a WNBA team that was just taking over the league. I mean, mm-hmm. they have four-peat. But, wow, that does just throwback all the way. 100%. And, I mean, you know, and we'll, we'll, pose, we'll pose the question to the fans in a second, but I think the biggest takeaway from all of this is, like, man, the NBA is – crazy creative like crazy creative like some of the designs that they have is stuff that like you couldn't even come up with on your own and the fact that NBA players get to sport these things either all the time or every now and then depending on you know what variant of the jersey it is it's just so crazy and um you know as NBA fans you say this at the beginning of the podcast like you know you have a long list because you don't have any yet and I think you should completely dive into that because, I mean, as an NBA fan, not having an NBA jersey, it almost feels like you're naked a little bit, especially when you're watching games. Like, it makes you kind of feel like, dude, wait, I don't feel like I'm doing this right or maybe I'm not doing it all the way. As a guy that has a couple of jerseys already, I would say that my list is one that is consisted of jerseys that either are hard to find or that I am going to be hard-pressed not to buy once I do find them. But I feel like it's it's an NBA fan essential, you know what I mean? It's a basketball fan essential to have some kind of jersey to rep your favorite player, your favorite team, whatever the case is. So I guess the question that we'll pose to the audience today would be, what is your favorite NBA jersey that you either already have or don't have? If you have an NBA uh, top five jersey wish list, drop it in the review or the comments below when you drop that five stars for us as well. Yeah, I mean, I think the takeaway for me on this episode was, man, this gives me late 90s, early 2000s vibes. Like, that's like the time to be alive if you were in the late 90s. But Jalen, with the question of the day, our next episode, we're going to give our final thoughts before the NBA restart on July 30th.